Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Brooke, and I'm here with your co-hosts, Alan and Anna. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, Baywatch, available on Amazon Prime. And welcome back, Unicorn Brigade. We are coming to you right into your ear holes, straight into your brain. We are going to change you and you'll never be the same. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Fucking ear holes. <laughs> no, we don't fuck ear holes. We just speak into them. Ew. So. Imagine a little tiny dick. Just. Psh, 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 psh. Ooh. That <laughs> makes me think of like. Is that how you get your brains fucked out? Ew. Oh. Reminds me of Rathacon when they drop that Ew. little ear slug in. That little ear dick. And then they show the close up of the fake ear. And it's like, tongue. <laughs> 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 <Holy> shit. <laughs> well, Unicorn Brigade, you may have noticed that Irene is not with us this week. She is off doing life things. And so we've got the lovely and beautiful and multi talented Anna. Ooh. So this is probably a good time to reintroduce. We've got a lot, of, a lot of new listeners. This is a good time to reintroduce, anyway, what we do on the show, who we are, and why we're doing it. We do reviews of streaming movies from a queer perspective. And what we find mostly is that movies are not queer. No. <laughs> it is much. very rare. And when they are queer, they're usually pretty <clears throat> shitty. Sad, depressing, horrible yeah. life things. Mm-hmm. So um, we rate the queerness of movies and uh, just look at it from our perspective. So I'm Brooke. I'm a trans woman, and I am a queer trans woman. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> Those things are hard. I'm also a superstar. Oh, <laughs> superstar! You don't have to laugh, Alan. Get I'm just picturing you putting your hands in your armpits and doing the splits or something. Oh, well, I do shit. put my hands on my armpits a lot in this show because I'm like... Because she's winging it. And do you smell like this? Nope. No, but I might start. <laughs> and then I'm Alan, the uh, gay married man on the show. And that's pretty much all there is to me. I like to cook. I like to make jokes. I like to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All of it. I'm Anna. I am getting gayer by the day. <laughs> that I guess that's a fairly interesting thing. How how does that happen? And welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Am I getting a toaster for that? Oh, you might. Nice. We need to write in to the Ellen show and see if <laughs> oh. <laughs> see if she's still giving away toasters. I don't know if Al- Ellen would have us on the show. We talk a lot about dicks and ears, so mm, that's valid. She probably finds that funny. Well, yeah, yeah. but not publicly. And then when you're on well, the show, you could drop off a song. bunch of cards. It's true. Just pass them out to the yeah, audience. For people that don't know, uh, we live in Columbus, Ohio, and we have uh, business cards made. Every time we go to the movies or we go out and do anything, I'm always like, "Do you listen to podcasts? You listen to Streaming Unicorn podcast." So if you're listening. And you were somebody who got a card. Hey. What up? Ding, ding. Welcome to the Unicorn Brigade. It's nice to see you. Hi. Hi. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're getting on to the meat and potatoes of today's show. I wish there were meat. It's kind of more the surf and the turf. I had potatoes, but no meat. <laughs> well, that's right. You better not have meat. Anna is also my girlfriend. Fiance. My fiance. She's forever demoting me on the show. Fiance. Fiance. Although fiance sounds a little pretentious. What does? Fiance. Does it? I think so. Well, I've we never liked French. that word. 
Maybe we're just appropriating it. Well, she doesn't want to call you her wee wee to be. <laughs> she should. <laughs> <laughs> wee wee to be. My wee wee to be. I brought my wee wee with Why me today. Why would it be wee wee? Wife. <laughs> okay. That was my wee wife for short. Was wee wee, and it sounded funny. Apparently, like, you guys you are much cooler weirdos. than I. Am. <laughs> you guys are clearly way cooler. <laughs> we might just be weirder. <laughs> I so don't know. <laughs> that can't be. Yeah, that's no, funny. I think you're just weird in different ways. Well, that's fair. Whereas my weirdness is funny, you guys are just weird. <gasps> don't don't <laughs> shoot those shots. I cut you. Don't bring those shots I'm across the table. I'm putting up my shield. Wow. Wakanda forever. <gasps> I'm also black, by the way. What kind of person are you? <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> A militant one. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We need a little bit of, of, of that on this show. What, militant? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought we had militant. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Maleficent. Oh. No, Brooke is militant. Don't let her fool you. Yeah, I am. Sometimes I'm more militant than you. Which is hilarious. It is. Well, tell us why. Uh, Ooh, gotcha. No, because what I was going to say <laughs> may not be appropriate. Say it. That you hate white people? Yeah, I do. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. More white people need to hate white people. Is that a thing you want to say on the show, though? <laughs> yes. We don't promote hate. We promote love. No. Hate. White people are crazy. All right. Bless and for, their hearts. And for the people, the white people in the audience who are gasping right now, I just need you to know, hashtag not all white people. Everybody oh! knows that. You don't have to say it. Clearly. I'm talking about the majority of crazy white people doing crazy things. White people need to chill. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Quit calling the police on people of color just trying to have a cookout. <laughs> or selling some fucking bottled water in front of their fucking house. Or waiting on a colleague at like, Starbucks. Did you read that? This was in the news recently. Yeah. There's a little girl. You know how people, little kids, apparently only white children, put up a little thing out in front of their house to sell something. Yeah, a little lemonade stands. To the passerby's little lemonade stands. Well, this little enterprising young uh, person of color put out a little thing to sell bottles of water. And a white woman called the police on her because she didn't have a permit on a seven-year-old. Ain't got no soul. I did not hear about that. I am disappointed. I'm disappointed, too. And that's that's what I'm talking about. I hate those white people <clears throat> being fucking crazy. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I can't even argue that. That's Nobody ridiculous. Can. Who could? If somebody wants to come to me and try to argue... Well, she didn't have a permit, that seven-year-old. She's seven. And did you know you had to have a permit to sell lemonade on the street? And are you going to call it on Elizabeth down the road? For real. Exactly. Exactly. See, this is why I didn't want to open that door, because you you heard how my voice changed. Yeah, I did. (laughs) All right. So, Baywatch. (laughs) (laughs) That's your other choice. We get to talk about Baywatch then. So, Baywatch is available on Hulu and Amazon Prime. So, you know, it's versatile. It's a switch. Alan, are verse. you a switch? Are you verse, Alan? I am. Ooh, Alan's verse. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it all, is awesome. What is verse to our all our little listeners who maybe are new to to the culture? Um, you enjoy being a top or a bottom. Yeah. Or if you're against those kind of labels, you just like doing all the things. All the things. I am a full service gay. Yeah. <laughs> a full service gay. I like that. That's, ding, better ding. Than, that's better than verse. Do you need your windshield wiped? <laughs> verse sounds fancy. I'll squeeze fancy, you that though. off. Huh? Is it verse sounds fancy? Yeah, it's also verse. It's also um, the universe in Firefly. 
Oh, that's right. That's and true. all the verse. That's right. Oh, Anna, she's hurting. She's hurting because she, she misses Firefly. I do miss Firefly. Because it never should have been taken off the air. Ever. Clearly. Ever. Clearly. And then Serenity broke me. Serenity Ugh. broke me, too. I can't. Mm. Brooke, Brooke can remember that he, yeah. moment because I literally froze with my mouth hanging open and I think I might have cried. And then yeah. he said, well, that fucks the whole movie now. It did. It ruined the whole movie for me. It really did. <laughs> but with some time and some healing, I can go back and rewatch it and I'm yeah. okay. But man, it's a good movie. I have a comic where uh, Zoe was pregnant at the end and, and she was standing <gasps> at this gravesite and I was horrified. I was like, oh, oh no. I have to cry all over again because she's going to have a baby wash all by herself. She's going to have a baby Walsh. Wash. Wash. Yeah, Wash. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a friend whose last name is Walsh, and it just, yeah, anyway. Wash a tub, tub, tub. Wash a tub. <laughs> uh. Wash a tub, BC. <laughs> Y'all didn't see it, but Alan's face was intense. It was. He was making super strong eye contact with me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Baywatch. Everybody wants to Yay. skip out on Baywatch. Let's start off. Why? Why is that? I, I don't know. wonder why. But let's start off with the deets. Deets. Baywatch is a 2017 movie directed by Seth Gordon, who brought us such greats as Horrible Bosses. That was actually a good movie. I didn't see that. Well, it was good. You should see that. It's it was written by Michael Burke. Who wrote, who was a writer on all of the Baywatch shows, the Baywatch show, the, the Baywatch Nights. Baywatch Nights. Yep, he wrote for all Bitches. those. And he also wrote Thunder in Paradise, the Hulk Hogan movie. Oh. So if you're wondering why the writing was the way it was, it's because Michael Burke. It stars The Rock as Mitch. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne. if Dwayne. you're nasty. Mm-hmm. Zach Efron. As Matt. Musclebound Oaf. High School yes. Musical. And Priyanka uh, Priyanka <laughs> Chopra as Victoria, who was, who was the villain and was gorgeous and classy. That Dang. red lip was slaying all the children. Right? And I'm like, hmm. No, slaying the bitches. How is the it that I like the villain the most? She is like poised. She's a powerful woman. She's a powerful woman of color. Like, bring it. That's what I'm here for. She was my favorite person in this whole film. And she was like ruthless mm-hmm. she was ruthless i was i was a little disappointed that she was the bad guy because it's still people of color cast in negative roles yes that's but true. she was delightful i do have to admit that and there's another or another there's uh an indian person that's visible so i was excited about that so bright side yeah 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 we look for them wherever we can get them that's true <laughs> <laughs> there were also cameos by pamela anderson and the motherfucking Hoff. The motherfucking Hoff. I'm so excited about David Hasselhoff. It was probably unnecessary. Yeah, it was so unnecessary. <laughs> no, I mean my excitement. Oh. He was necessary in the movie. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's like dragging a skeleton out of the closet for your show. But he had to be on Baywatch. A full-ass skeleton. Well, like guess- a real-life skeleton. <laughs> Brooke was mad like he's old. He did look old, especially out next to The Rock. He said, do I look like a little white asshole or an old asshole next to him? <laughs> oh, he did he say did. that. And I was like, yes. In the cre- after, after the, the after credit scene. scene. <laughs> yes, sir, you do. As a matter of fact. Dang. Um, one interesting thing about the movie is Paramount pushed the release date back a week because they didn't want to um, uh, compete with Alien uh, Covenant. 
That was probably wise. That was wise, even though it's a completely different audience, too. I don't know. We would have seen both. Would we? Well, no. <laughs> I only watched this because you made me. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I had seen I remember it before, not but... caring. Oh, had you? Yeah. Ugh. I, I had remembered it being bad, but I actually rewatching it, I forgot there were some funny scenes, but the majority of it was still bad. Right. And right from the start, it sets you up with, in case you didn't know, Baywatch, it's like, this is the shit you're going to see. Uh, there's a parasurfer <laughs> who flies up into the air. The wind catches him. Whoosh, he's up in the air, smash down on some rocks, and out comes the rock. Slooper, super slow-mo. Slooper. Hang on, Sloopy. <laughs> Slooper slow-mo, saving the day. And then he saves the dude. And I love the way Baywatch just pops up out of the water behind I him. like super ec- epic. I loved that opening scene, and I, I really thought it was going to set the tone for the movie, but then it went down. Actually, it was more, one of the better scenes. I know. I was like, oh, film. maybe this movie's going to be good. And then it was like... Like ridiculous I, camp. I had like flashbacks of thank you for the fish with the little dolphins jumping yes. out of the water and exploding into so the So long, and thanks for all the fish. Oh. Ding! <laughs> uh, Mitch is clearly like the Boy Scout Superman. Yep. This. Very. He's like, this is the one of the roles that The Rock plays. He's got a couple of roles. Uh, one is just um, cheesy action star, and one is, I'm extremely um, muscle-bound and powerful and strong, but I'm so innocent. And this is this is the role he's playing in this one. Yeah, he's, he's like super dad. He's super dad. He actually, he very much is. Mm-hmm. Taking care of the little children, high-fiving everybody, talking shit with the cop. Yeah, he is a role model. Yeah. He's the he beach role model. Well, yeah. Like Tooth Fairy. And... Oh, God. Oh, God. I forgot he, he was did that. I never did see that. <laughs> Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> Jumanji. Yeah, well, he did the Peck Papa Love and the... Was it the Journey to... That wasn't it. That was... The, well, that was the second one, wasn't it? Yes. The Journey movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want him to do the Peck Papa Love in this one. I was sad it didn't happen. No. Did he ever make the, the eyebrow arch thing? No. Hey, it's usually his the signature. people's eyebrow. Oh, yes, I love that guy. I watched him on WWF, yeah. whatever it is now. And he turned around and he'd do that. Look at can you. you smell what the rock is cooking? Oh, I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't showered all week. I can definitely smell it. He smells like a Nathan's hot dog. <laughs> a sexy Nathan's hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I can see it for the rock. So uh, they're doing um, lifeguard tryouts for Baywatch. Because everybody wants to be on Baywatch. Everybody. Everybody, right? apparently. There's a lot of people trying to be on the Baywatch. Right. And Matt comes in. Matt is Zach Efron. And Efron. he's brand new. Brody. And he's supposed to just be <laughs> on a team. But Mitch is like, everybody tries out. Oh, because he thinks he's the golden boy. And, and come to find out, he's like a failed Olympian. You know, because he... He fucking vomited in the water. Oh, he vomited so in the water. It was so gross. It was awful. When it started, when they were showing that scene and he's going through the water, I thought he had diarrhea. I did too. But it was like and that'd green, have been more fun. And it was coming out of his mouth. And I'm like, what did you do? I couldn't do? tell where it was coming from. He's a robot first. and he sprung a leak. He's got <laughs> an oil slick pouring out of his face. I don't know. It's like he like vomited up some absinthe or something. <laughs> gross. I've never seen green vomit. He had a lot of guacamole. Oh. Ugh. He ate that walk. <laughs> I thought he was turning into Voldemort in the water. And you know, I'm wondering at this point, is mm. The Rock the Mr. T of the 2010s? 
Oh. Can't you see Rock being like, drink your milk? Don't do drugs. I can see. Listen that. to Wait, your mama. What's the, right. The mama song. Mama song. Oh, Mr. Yeah. T did a mama song. You don't know about that? No. I'm going to pull it up right it's now. It's like, oh. I, oh, I can't even think. I can see him it's standing like, love there. love your mama or something. And all those Treat your mother right. Oh, wait. Singing yes, it. I have heard something that says treat your mother right or something like that. Yeah, but treat he made a right. whole song. I did not know. Holy shit. What is this? This is the beginning of treat your mother right. I don't remember that. Apparently, this is about child abuse. Because <laughs> this mom and this child is having a real fight. Oh, no, it's your mama. Apparently, this adult is supposed to be a child. <laughs> and he said, don't say your mama. Don't bring your mama in. Mama, there is no other. This is gold. Oh my god. Treat her right. The moans and the miserable groans from the pain that she felt when I was born. That's (laughs) how the Mr. T's got to get born. Can't you see The Rock doing that though? Absolutely. What, what, what I wish The Rock had a little clip on his ear with a big feather on it. Didn't he? Wasn't he in the sequel to Get Shorty? And he was, was he? no The Rock, and he oh. was ridiculous singing songs in that. Looking it up, Get Shorty. you're the only one I've ever seen Get Shorty. I don't think I have either. Much less the sequel. Sorry, and be cool. Yes, because he was in a fucking cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, singing You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no, let me, let Was he gay in that up. movie? I think he might have been gay. And get Shorty movie. too? Yeah, called Be Cool. He gets five flags for that. He does get five flags. Wait, look at this <gasps> glorious shit. <laughs> no. All right, so we're going to post the Mr. T video and the Rock video. And Unicorn Brigade, you can decide. If The Rock is the Mr. T of the 2010s. He, he's the reason to watch this movie, really. Well, yeah, he's done. Well, him and Zach. And no, I mean, Zach, be cool. Oh, okay. But for Baywatch. <laughs> I'm sorry. So for Baywatch, really him <laughs> and Zach Everyone are the only reasons to watch. And Zach, it's not because of his acting or anything. It's just because he's hot. And The Rock is hot, but also he's adorbs. He is adorable. He is adorbs. I love him. So, who would you rather have sex with? The Rock. (laughs) Zac Efron, for me. Can we do a threesome? (laughs) (laughs) Again, Alan is the great bringer together. He is, because I don't want to touch Zac Efron. Oh, really? Yeah, he grosses. I mean, it's unfair to say he grosses me out, but he is definitely not anyone I'd ever be interested in. Oh, I think he's pretty. I mean... I mean, he's pretty. I don't know how like, he is personality-wise, but... I'm pansexual, and I generally am much more attracted to women and want to have relationships with women, but I do find men attractive. Uh, but he's definitely more the kind of man I like attractive, like lean and have the muscles and stuff. She is like caressing herself as she describes Oh, this. shit, I am. <laughs> She's having a moment. Apparently. And The Rock is just too much of it. Like, good lord, that'd be like laying on an actual rock. But he's enormous, so he could just wrap you up and... (laughs) That sounds terrifying. (laughs) Which cracked me up, because he's like running along the beach, and they're like doing sculptures of him in sand, and he's like, don't forget my front bump, big dick. (laughs) 
big dick. That was glorious. When he yeah. said front bump, I had to write it down <laughs> yes, so I can remember I it forever. <laughs> front bump. One thing, though, that really bothered me throughout this whole movie, and unfortunately it's common in comedies, um, it's it's very uh, homophobic and transphobic. They start off when Matt and Mitch are meeting, and he talks about him having a mangina. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, I missed that. And that's also misogyny. Like, one, a man is no less a man because they have a vagina. Right. Or a mangina, or whatever you want to call it. A front hole. These are all options. Um, plus, he doesn't know what's in Matt's pants, and it doesn't fucking matter. No, it doesn't. Like, he's implying that if he did have a vagina, he would be less of a man or less perfect, and that is completely untrue and completely transphobic. So, this is just the beginning. I'll be mentioning this, these things, throughout this fucking <laughs> Because awful it comes movie. up throughout the movie. It does. Anyway, they also establish the giant nerd of the film, who's standing oh there, gosh. I thought it was cute because he had a Donkey Kong shirt on. <laughs> And uh, the director of the film also directed the documentary King of Kong. Mm. Which, oh, neat. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it is about it is a documentary about the real uh, rivalry that happened to see who could get the top scores on Donkey Kong. I think I vaguely Beyond remember Beyond a rivalry, I mean, it got nutsos. So it's a really interesting um, documentary if you haven't checked it out. But that's a cute little throwback. And this nerd in, I just call him Donkey Kong. I don't know his name. So Donkey Kong. Ron. Ron, yeah. Okay. Ron Dog. Ronnie. I don't know why you said that because I'm always going to call him Donkey Kong. <laughs> Which is fine. But for those who might care. About the characters of Baywatch. Yeah. Maybe you should call him Donkey Kong. Oh yeah. my God. So Donkey Kong has a crush on uh, lifeguard CJ. Mm-hmm. And of course, as she's running by, he gets a carrot stuck in his throat and she has to give him the Heimlich and she is it's just of course a close-up on her ass with her thong all the way up in it humping his ass yeah <laughs> right giving it to him good she was and it made him so hard and of course they had to show that because for some reason they thought this movie would do better with an R rating and then he falls forward <laughs> oh and smashes his dick sideways into somehow sideways how into a bench. helicopter I don't understand yeah I don't understand a how it helicoptered B how it didn't break C if it was too big to pull it out, how did he get it in? Right. Maybe. Well, like a cock ring, you know, you stick it in and then it gets bigger because the blood flow's restricted. That's a much more scientific <sighs> thing than I was going to say. Ooh, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say maybe the impact of the board made him more excited and then it got even bigger. Uh, Ooh, kinky. Like, exactly. Like it became his cock ring. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a so they match. Look at you equalizing. So he had to ask CJ to get under there and push his dick through. And no, Ugh. nobody's going to do that. And his friend well, was useless. And she, she disappeared for a second. He's just talking to his friend. And then she comes back because she knows that his dick is stuck in this thing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, you're making it worse. I know. And she goes down to try to talk to him. And she's got her titties in his face. <laughs> and then Mitch comes by. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. You got your, what do you say? Something about your biscuits. I was stuck in, oh, shit. Your rod and your biscuits? Something or, like that. I don't know. <laughs> Sausage and your biscuits. Oh, no, he said, you got your beef and your biscuits beef stuck in biscuits. there. Beef That's what it was. Biscuits. He said that, he said, this has happened to me before. I was stuck in a woman. Asshole. <laughs> oh my God. And so instead of cutting the fucking boards like they should, they decide they're just going to yank stand him up for one and then there's a whole crowd on the beach looking at his dick. Which, you know, you'd have been taking <laughs> pictures too. Um, Yeah. <laughs> so I mean who wouldn't you, that's, that is a meme waiting to happen that's like snapchat it's bored dick 
It's like bench dick. Bench dick. It's the bench dick meme. Mm-hmm. It's Mr. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wood. <laughs> Boner killer extreme. So he ends up falling on it and releasing his dick, and then he was just embarrassed. But I don't know. Mm. I don't know that I'd be embarrassed if it was that big. Right? I mean, he it was gigantic. should feel proud. It was and there gigantic. there were allusions and direct comments as to how big his dick was through the whole movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, I actually thought it was bigger than what they showed through the boards based on his shorts and where it was sticking out earlier. Because mm-hmm. it was like hanging down to his knee through his shorts. I'm not the dick kind of sore that you are, Alan, so I'm not sure. I know. John always yells at me because when I notice people, I usually notice their crotch first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but that seems to be One where my eyes start. One of my best friends and I, when we people watch, that's what we look at. So It's dick first. Interestingly enough, when Matt meets Summer, he can't stop looking at her boobs. That's true. Yeah. And he is just full on staring. And that is a real life thing. They like try <laughs> yeah, to play is. it up for some comedy, but that's a real life thing. I've had people that the whole time they're talking to me, they're just staring at my boobs. Just open. I, I have been caught doing that. <laughs> and I think it's just a guy thing. I don't know. Or maybe not a guy thing. Maybe it's an everybody I mean, thing. are you admiring the presentation? I don't... I mean, they're nice. My biggest... My, I, I've, I've worked my whole life on not staring at boobs. Because it's rude. It's, it's but hard. But it's hard. It's really hard. You're, the lizard brain says, stare at them boobs. Yeah. She gets distracted by my boobs constantly. constantly. <laughs> well, I don't work hard not to look at your boobs. But what do you think? Is it? Is but it? You know, my kryptonite is when there's writing across their boobs. Like you have a white shirt with a black lettering, and there's writing right across the boobs. My eyes cannot stop. It's like I have to find out what that says over the peaks and valleys. Right. Boobs. But even then, it's not okay. You can't. You shouldn't stare at people's boobs unless it's your girlfriend. She's cool with it. Or it's your fiance. <laughs> Sorry. Dang. My fiance. Fiance. Yeah, I don't know. That is a, a weird... I mean, I'm a gay man, but I still, for some reason, enjoy boobs. And I don't know if it's like my... Like, like you said, your lizard brain going, hey, there's milk. <laughs> or, or it's like, hey, or, she's ready. She's fertile and ready to right. have is babies. That, is that what it is? Is that a... Evolution requires... My children. Well, that, there was a really interesting study that was done that talks about cleavage because uh, we evolved from things that are um, uh, quadrupedal and a butt is something that would evolutionarily be attractive to us because a bigger, rounder butt means more estrogen and, you know, more fertility, etc. And so then we've developed to um, show off cleavage because in a close-up, you can't really tell the difference in a butt that's been over that's uh-huh. round and cleavage, uh, and it attracts the brain in this lizard way. And whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I do know that I like butts and boobs. <laughs> So there's that. That's science enough for me. Where's my PhD? <laughs> From the Oceanic Institute. Well, I got the only thing Accredited I know is that we'll be talking and your jaw will go slack. <laughs> <laughs> and it's obvious as hell that you've gotten distracted by my boobs. Well, they're beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Alan, your boobs are beautiful too. Thanks. Mm-hmm. It's my turn. You well, know I love your boobies. <laughs> Gosh. I'm just, I'm just out here fishing. I don't know why. Crank, 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 crank. You got them Compliments. perky boobs where I don't. Well, mine are just giant. Mine are newer than yours. <laughs> they are Get giant, but they face. are beautiful. Thank you. We got some uniboob happening today with my 
my lounge brazier. (laughs) 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 It is. It's pretty, though. Look. Uh, it, it is, is pretty, pretty. Right? Anna just showed us her like, lacy the lounge brassiere. See, poor John's missing out. I know John's missing out. He last podcast he was talking about how he needed a uh, to see a boob to to pep it up. <laughs> if you were here, you'd <laughs> oh, pull down the whole nipple, probably. <laughs> nah, it's a lot. It's so a lot. We find out that Matt is really just lifeguarding uh, to get his <laughs> what. Say something about how my nipples are little, but then I decided not to until I did just now. <laughs> I was gonna say I can show you that because it's interesting, but I'm sorry, I'm done. Are you? Do you want to show your no, nipples? No, I'm not gonna pop out my nipple. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day, Alan. I know. Today's right? the day. See all the titty. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You were you were so talking Mitch is about doing community service, and they're like, "Oh, we'll talk talk about why later." But they never really did, did they? What does he have to do community service? They never said. I don't remember if they said either. Maybe mm-hmm. we know he got some drunken disorderly stuff, so maybe that was it. Maybe, but they acted like it was some big secret. But nope. They also introduce the main plot for the whole movie, which is a drug called Flocka. Now, why is it got to be f- called Flocka, white man? Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess all the skinny girls were, were the ones using it. That's right. So, really. To stay skinny. Maybe. We didn't know, but we, like we had heard the name, so we had to look it up. What does Flocka mean, Anna? Skinny. Can be used as an insult. Yeah. And so, of course, it's got to be Flocka. Waka Flocka Flame. Hey, hey. <laughs> Waka waka waka. And then one of my one of the things. <laughs> All right, Fozzie. One of the Sorry. things that this movie should have done more of is make fun of itself, and it does that does that because mm-hmm. at one point CJ's running in slow mo, and uh, Donkey Kong even says, uh, "Why does she always look like she's running in slow mo?" And then the person with her said, "Yeah, and she's wet, but not too wet. Not too just wet. the right amount of wet." It's like, oh, you see it too, right? Yeah, that was and delightful. so that's. Like, this movie needed more of that self-awareness, but it just didn't have it. It literally kind of starts out that way and then turns into yeah. an episode of Baywatch. An, yeah, with the exactly. Credits. It was totally an episode of Baywatch. Absolutely. It was just as ridiculous. With, but not in a good way. No. No. I'm a, you're either a fan of Baywatch or you're not, and I'm not. So no, I'm, I watched it, but I, I think it's because it was the only thing on TV at the time, not because I loved it. Yeah, I've watched a few. I actually cried in an episode of Baywatch. Really? <laughs> That's one of the things I say to kind of make fun of myself, because I cry a lot. Is that my heart on my sleeve? Oh, puppy son had said. <laughs> but um, there's this episode where a lady got shark bit, and she was about to go home from the hospital, and the day she was going to go home, she died from some sort of complication, and then I cried. That's sad. Because it really broke my heart. So back to becoming a member of Baywatch, they have this big obstacle course called the Absentee Father. Donkey Kong is one of the um, people trying out. He takes off his shirt, and he has the strangest little line of hair, like a straight line, like somebody took a piece of loose leaf and used that edge (laughs) to put hair down his chest. And Alan, you've seen a lot more naked men than me, so is that common? Um, Not with people I've seen. Usually you have kind of a buildup here. And then maybe wait. We can't see that. It's a podcast. Usually, your upper chest has more hair. I guess. I get. I say usually. If you if you have hair, that's usually where it's the thickest. And then maybe tapers down. 
and you have a little goodie trail. Ooh, Alan's getting a little turned <laughs> on. I have never in my life seen nipple froze. Who had ever. a nipple fro? The kid on the show. Ronnie? He had big oh, pepperoni nipples. Well, yeah. Salami nipples, which I, I was wasn't offended gonna, by. But I wasn't going to body shame him. But they were... Re- well, and that was just it. The thing that makes it not <laughs> shamey is that is the one and only time you see those. And he's shirtless again in the movie. So they did that just to mock him. Yeah. Because <gasps> then he shaves it off. Out really? Of, out of guilt. Oh, no. That's terrible. Yeah. And I didn't he even felt self-conscious that. and he shaved it off. Yeah. The awkward oh. nerd has to be chubby. Like... I, I was but, offended by the whole thing. To the to the show's credit, they immediately went into like uh, disciplining the person that was body shaming him. Well, that is good. They kicked him out of line because he was trying out, and they're like, "Nope, we don't need any selfish cocksucking assholes like you." Oh, that's good. <laughs> I missed that part. I was, but I they didn't say any of those words, right? Um, so Matt won't run the obstacle course because he thinks he's better than all that, and so. Mm-hmm. The Rock challenge or Mitch challenges him to a uh, specific challenge. So of course, then Ninja Matt Warrior. goes over to the Ninja Warrior place, and oh my god, it almost was like he looked fake. It's almost like Caviezel's mustache in Justice League. Did they have oh to god. CG his muscles in? He looked so weird. It looked fake. That... Like maybe it was sprayed on or something like airbrush. But dang. He was actually really muscular yeah. and hot. Yeah, I've never seen him that ripped in anything else. Ever. I haven't either. I did a lot of Googling. That was real. Yeah. <laughs> you did a lot of Googling. You were trying to disprove it. It's like, I was. Because like I was really angry. I was the same way. I, I don't like, know why I was That mad, is but. like every single muscle in his body has been worked. Yeah. Right. Into an unhealthy state. Like he had zero fat. One of the things I appreciate is when they were eating around the table and Ron Dog had mm. a salad. He said, I'd have to eat in a really restrictive manner to look like you guys. Because mm-hmm. they're all eating oh. like so I guess I should hellacious be, portions of food. Right, like spaghetti right. and burgers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess I should be less mad about the fat kid being the butt of some of the jokes. Because at least some of it got called out. Yeah, that's true. But I did like how they were kind of embracing like the nerds. Yeah, they were definitely embracing like the... <sighs> underdogs? The underdogs, like the people who believed in honor and doing things the right way and that are usually picked on they were kind of the heroes of this movie and it didn't really matter what they looked like right it was less about appearance and more about substance yes although it was also about appearance yeah right because they were all beautiful but they made fun of it yeah kind of yeah sort of they made fun of it and glorified it so it's a little of this and a little of that yeah. and uh that's the problem with hollywood in general though like you can't be both exactly you can't be fat and the hero it's only okay if you're thin and beautiful. Except for maybe Ron, because he was awesome through the movie. He was. Um, so, of course, there's somebody that ends up drowning in the middle of their competition. And they go off on their little mopeds, and Matt zips off on a motorcycle and puts everybody on the pier, because he gets up on the pier on the motorcycle and puts everybody in danger. Saves a person, but lets everybody else die. So, thank God, everybody else is there to save <laughs> Right. And this is a... this is It's like... This is the thing that happens over and over and over in this movie. It's like, oh, we're going to have a little tiff, and then some emergency is going to happen, and we're all going to work together like a team, and you're doing crazy shit and not paying any attention. Like, it can't just happen once. It's got to happen many times. Yeah, to prove the point that he is not a team player. Yeah, it was like, funny. It's like he was having an interview, and it's like, <laughs> you have trouble being on a team. And he's like, well, there is no I in team. There is me. And she's like, are you dyslexic? 
I forgot about that. And he had in some fucking grills, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got all this gold. Like, shut up. Shut up. I hate you in your face. Of course, as it turns out, Mitch is homeless. No, not Mitch. <laughs> oh, Brody. God. Matt Brody is homeless. And um, Summer comes by and you think, oh, she's going to invite him to her house. Nope, she takes him to Mitch's. <laughs> and it's so funny because Mitch says, here's your cot. Don't jack off on those sheets. <laughs> I mean it. I'm serious. I got to say, though. When you visit somebody else's house, is that something you do? Have sex? Masturbate? I do not. Although, I went on a weekend trip before and was asked if the sheets were soiled. And if so, I should change them. But if not, just to make up the bed. So maybe it was an expected thing because Dang. of the nature of what was happening. Interesting. That is straightforward and sex positive. It, it I kind of like it. Yeah, she was really nice about it. She's like, well, did you, sho- soil? <laughs> did you soil the sheets? like no we just went to sleep well that's kind of a shame i don't know i think i know vacation this is the time (laughs) it's like shh gotta be quiet you know it's kind of sexy i guess it depends but we were drunk and passed out so yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know that like oh i'm automatically at someone else's place i'm gonna i'm suddenly horny i mean if i am that's great but if not then it's not necessarily like my go-to turn on you remember when you got married at your home that night I had sex in your bathroom. <laughs> I do remember you telling me about that. <laughs> it was a lovely ceremony. Was it? Yes. That turned you on? Apparently. I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, at the time Don't she did have like glow-in-the-dark boobs. Yeah. Um, you could see the, the... The person I was with and all the pictures, she couldn't see it in life, but all the pictures with Flash... It made her white bra underneath her stand uh, out. underneath her clothes stand out in the flash, and it, in all the pictures, she's got glowy boobs. Pro tip, everyone: get a flesh-colored bra. A white one will always show mm. under white clothes. Yeah, keep it skin tone. Who knew? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, but I, you know. I liked it. Every every scene, it seemed like, when they were in Mitch's house, the fish tank Mitch would change. Yeah. Which was weird. And, and Mitch, so Mitch's fish tank had a little Mitch in it, and he even called it little Mitch. He's like, stop staring at little Mitch. It's weird. <laughs> it was weird. And it would change. Yeah. <laughs> like, throughout the show, like, I, I, like if Mitch was sad, it looked like a sad Mitch. Yeah. And while he was trying to sleep, Brody was trying to sleep, it was like staring at him with binoculars. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was hilarious. It is funny. delighted me. So later we get to there's another accident because uh, Victoria, who is the villain of the the, the story, she runs a um, drug ring, a drug, drug ring, ring, and like the fancy beach club. You know, that's that's I guess the enemy of Baywatch for some reason that they don't explain. And <laughs> she did have style though; I appreciated it. She is ruthless. She ends up getting a council person killed for reasons. I'm not sure. He kind of did what she wanted him to, but then she had him killed. Maybe. Well, he threatened her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He kind of tried to black he called her, her. A, a drug lord or something. She's yeah. like, well, you've been doing what I want, but now you're dead. Yeah, I guess you're and right. And there was one thing he couldn't get done. She was like, you didn't deliver. Yeah. He, and you threatened me? Bitch, you're dead. Well, supposedly the plot was she was trying to get all this lakefront or bayfront pr- property, I guess, so she could have a monopoly in the area and selling drugs and things. Right, because the drugs are coming in from right. the ocean. So... Um, his whole ship gets put on fire and of course Baywatch has to come out and save but it is the stupidest fakest CGI fire ever oh my god it was why did they do that 
because they needed to make it like the TV show, which would have had terrible effects. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could be a choice, but it was a terrible one. It was bad. Because they couldn't set a real fire and have these actors and actresses walking around in it. I guess. Because they oh were like purposes. walking through it. But it was the fakest shit it ever. Was fake. It was like some 1998 fake fire. It was like Piranha, the movie. Here's a fire <laughs> on a lake boat. Right. <laughs> that was terrible. And then, of course, the the lifeguards decide to Nancy Drew that shit up because they're like, something's, something's amiss. <laughs> and so that's what lifeguards do is they Nancy Drew it. Um, mm-hmm. which was, Leader of the Hardy Boys. Which, once, okay, so we this is about the point in the movie where instead of over and over and over, Matt is not acting as the team, he's about to join the team. And now over and over and over, they get a clue, talk about it, investigate. Get a clue, talk about it, investigate. Get a clue, talk about it, investigate. They, invest, they go on an investigation mission about four or five times. Mm-hmm. Which includes getting, what are those things called in the morgue? The body drawers, hiding in the body drawers oh to record God. stuff. That was so dumb. It was it was stressful. I did laugh at the the check his taint. Oh my yeah. goodness. So uh, Mitch tells him that he has to check the corpse's taint and they pull it up and there's his corpse dick. Sticking out. And then they're acting like I wasn't ready to it's see. It's the dick. worst thing in life. That that scene came across as homophobic to me. Like, the worst thing in life would ever be for a guy to be anywhere around a dick. And now, now given, there's a, there's mm-hmm. a, it's it's a dead person's dick, and that's kind of weird. But still, because really, it was just set up for Mitch to take a picture of him and blackmail him. <laughs> and the whole thing came across as kind of homophobic to me. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like I it either. I, I found myself laughing, and then... Uh, when my militant nature kicks in, my social justice kicks in, I'm like, you didn't need to do that. You didn't right. need to shame him about touching balls. Right. So I, I I find him having trouble watching movies outside of that lens. Right. Which, I don't know. Well, good. You shouldn't. That, that's the problem is so many people watch movies outside of that lens, and that's why these things are acceptable. So they're in there in the morgue, and then somebody's coming, so of course they got to get in the freezer. And this part was funny. Um, when the format... The, the fat, melted oh, fat, the melting fat from a corpse started gross. falling on, on old Matt's face. Oh, I felt bad for him. And you that know it's disgusting. gonna go in his mouth. And every opening he had on his face, that was horrifying. Gross. I would have been out too. So he just had, of course. <laughs> I know, right? I and then they have to. They have the scuffle and everything. And I don't know. It's just another action scene. I, there's nothing even to comment on. No, well, there's really not. Summer was trying to record the whole thing. So that she had like some kind of evidence, which led that whole ridiculous. Yeah, but then she scene. drops it, and the phone gets broken. It's not even useful. No, it didn't even get broken until after the fight between the bad guy and the rock, when he bent it in half and broke it. And can you do that? Is I'm not strong enough to do that. Maybe I should try with an old phone. Alan can. He's very strong. Well, I mean, they're yeah. flexible. The you ripping phone books flexible. in half. Well, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Every day. Any chance I get. <laughs> strength. Torn. That I don't have. Torn. <laughs> Our oldest son did that. He was tearing apart a magazine, I think. Something thicker. And he was like, this is satisfying. Let me do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Destruction. <laughs> right. So ultimately what they discover here and have no evidence of leads them to do another investigation. And in this one, of course, Matt has to dress up as a woman. Because, uh, ha ha ha, men in dresses are hilarious. I didn't understand why that was even close to being necessary. I didn't it wasn't. Either. It wasn't necessary. It's just another fucking transphobic trope. Mm-hmm. We're 
put a put a man, especially a hyper masculine man, in a dress, and for some reason, it's funny. Ha ha. Which it wasn't. It wasn't no, even it really funny. Wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even in the least bit funny. Ugh. The only thing I could say is that he did walk well in those heels. Good God. That is the only positive thing I could say. Well, good for him. <laughs> yeah, Brooke does not care. No. Which I'm, is fair, because it was all it. bullshit. But it's hard to walk in heels. Right. <laughs> Ultimately, jokes like that get people killed, because it's furthering this undercurrent of transphobia that people aren't even thinking about. They yeah. just accept it as these things are funny, and... That leads to inordinate amounts of death in the trans community. But ultimately, because they are lifeguards and not detectives, Mitch gets fired. Yeah. Which is inevitable. And Matt gets put in charge. Because Scooby and his merry band of misfits didn't listen. Mr. Black-Eyed Demon. That's what the officer called him. So Matt ultimately decides he's one of the good guys now, and he's a teammate, and he's going to help them out. And um, they do another investigation. Har, har, har. And it requires him taking off his shirt and going swimming under the boat. He uses his little knife to pry off a panel that he just throws in the ocean, mm-hmm. which bothered me. And then he pulls out drugs and he knifes it and puts all the flocka into the ocean, which bothered me. I'm like, what the fuck? Huh? Gonna make the fishes high. And ultimately ends up in a cage <laughs> to be dumped. He gets captured and he gets put in a cage to be dumped into the ocean, never to be seen again. That Victoria. gave me a bunch of anxiety. Yeah, that's awful. So, I've got some more complaints about the cage. Before we get to the cage, I want to talk about Hannibal Burris. Oh, yeah, yeah. We almost skipped over that part. Who is the friend, the tech friend that gets fake shark... Well, he really got shark bitten. Yeah, but they- crosses Victoria. Victoria kills him. And but it, then which, makes it look like he got bit by a shark and throws him in the ocean. Yeah, which is a whole problem. I was like, how'd this dude end up dead? <laughs> but I've decided it was Bill Cosby's revenge. Because a couple years back, he did a stand-up routine and called him Pill Cosby and kind of made fun of his whole pound cake speech, which is warranted. Do you guys know what that is? No. Okay, so the pound cake speech is when he got up and started or decided to start lecturing black men and black people in general about how they should comport themselves in public. Mm, like pull up your pants. That. Yeah. That kind of thing is referred to as the pound cake speech. But <laughs> because... Uh, Hannibal Burris making that joke kind of wait making the joke about Pill Cosby yeah Pill Cosby wait, and what was the what was the joke like what was he talking about the pill part came from as everyone knows he used to drug women and mm. rape them and when the audience responded negatively he was like y'all can go look up go google Bill Cosby rapes right. and, and he's like people people it's been reported but nobody seems to care right so that went viral and mm. was instrumental in bringing Cosby to, to justice, justice. yeah so him getting killed and the actor getting killed by the sharks, you call it what? Cosby's Revenge. Yeah, because you're a bad person. I'm not a bad person. <laughs> Shh. Dang. <laughs> Judgment. Okay, so back to the cage. He gets put in that cage and thrown in the ocean, which you said it makes you a little nervous. Me too. Because damn. Yeah, it gave me an extreme amount of anxiety. Especially as he's just laying there. He's about to drown. He looks so peaceful. And I don't feel like I'd look that way. I'd look Mm -hmm. panicked as fuck. He was also depressed, though. Yeah, I guess he was. He's still kind of writing off all the failures in his life. All the failures. And I figured when they dropped that cage in the water, he probably went 47 meters down. (laughs) Oh, my God. I actually (laughs) thought that at the time. Because he, like, fell forever, (laughs) hit the bottom. I'm like, oh, at least his leg didn't get caught this time. (laughs) Right. And then he has this vision. Summer's coming down with the most perfect waterproof makeup. 
Right. And she's swimming towards him, and he's like, what? And they kiss, and then it shows, it wasn't summer, that was a vision. It's actually The Rock. And kissing a man is the worst thing you could possibly do. Let's make fun of him. He's got the whitest teeth ever, though. (laughs) It's always remarkable how white The Rock's teeth are. I'm out here trying to talk about homophobia. (laughs) And you derail it with white teeth? Yes, because I I started thinking, like, oh, that's why we both have important points to make. But then, wow, (laughs) those teeth are really white. I didn't read that part so much homophobic as he was having his fantasy fulfilled. And then, (laughs) oh, wait, it's his arch rival, Mitch, who's been calling him every name but his name through the whole movie. Yeah, and Mitch, though, is grinning real big, like, haha, now I've got another thing to tease you about. (laughs) I took a picture of you with a dick, and now you've kissed a man. Being gay is terrible. Let's make fun of you. I guess I didn't see it that way, but when you say it that way, being I can gay see it is that awesome. Way. <laughs> being gay is awesome. Damn it! <laughs> it should be like Burger King or something. Have it your way. <laughs> so their ultimate, the Baywatch's ultimate plan now is there's drugs coming in on a helicopter, or the helicopter's coming in to get Victoria and take her away. That's right. And we're gonna shoot fireworks at it. Oh, but you forgot they were trying to save the other uh, person. That had the the holdout real estate, and so the oh, other Mr. half. Oh, Mr. Chen! Of, oh, yeah. Mr. Chen! Right a- after the other half of Baywatch is all like showing their women badassness by going in and beating the shit out of people, which is nice. I'd like to see them. some badass women kick some ass because the whole time they've been making women somewhat inferior. Yes, remember the promotion scene? Mm-hmm. Like clearly, um, S- Stephanie Summer. No. Summer was the oh new, Stephanie the recruit. Yeah. Yep. Stephanie was clearly the most qualified person to take over, and rather than give it to her, they gave it to Brody. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, hmm, because Olympic women. level swimmer yeah. should do everything, even though he knows nothing. Right, and is useless. But yet she's like going in and kicking ass, taking name, freeze. And she got totally passed. That's right. <sighs> Damn them. I know. So, back to uh. Miss Flocka trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're shooting fireworks, and of course, ultimately, she gets taken down by the rock who gives a long speech and then shoots a firework at her. It was the most ridiculous speech, too. It didn't make any sense. It's I real. loved it. it was I'm a man of the nonsense. sea. It was like, where did that come from, even? Was he just riding high off the adrenaline of the mysterious sea urchin? That- oh, yeah, the, the sea urchin that urchin. kills you but didn't kill him? Yes. But also, Brody <laughs> said earlier that he couldn't make a sentence without alluding to the sea oh, or talking true. about the sea. So I'm yeah, sure maybe. that's how making, that built making up. fun of that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then how does everything end up? Uh, everything ends up great. Mitch is back on the team. Donkey Kong ends up with CJ. I'm gonna mix. Which you know because he wakes up and he's like, "What happened?" And she's walking around half naked with her ass hanging all the way out. And I'm like, "Dream on." Because he's got that giant wiener. Showing to ride the pony. She wanted to ride the Kong. And I'm sorry, no. but how did her okay. boobs not have blisters? Because they were constantly like crushed together and everything. She <laughs> like she had blisters on the inside? Yes. <laughs> Body glide. Like they were like whispering Chub to rub. each other. We're a little too close. We're a little too close. <laughs> That's Can you move is. over? Put that anti-chafe. Well, she needed a lot of it. Mm-hmm. She did. Sure did. Then, of course, Matt ends up with Summer. Which I don't like the message of that either. Like, she kept telling him no, and he persisted. And this is a setup that movies do, where it's like, oh, don't stop telling the woman that you like that you like her, because you'll get her in the end. But no, the reality in this real-life world we live in, men, is if a woman says no, fucking respect that. They can't do it, though. 
Well, no, because there's all these messages in media like this that if you persist, eventually Summer will kiss you and fall in love with you. And it's not real. It's just fucking creepy. Well, she did make it even by staring at his penis. I know. He stared at her boobs, and Which, so she stared at his penis. It was clear that a man wrote this fucking movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but I did uh, appreciate her objectifying him. I did appreciate that. Like, wear some, uh, was it in the cut scenes? And he was, she was like, wear some tighter pants. Yes. I'd really like it if you did that. Yeah. And I approve of that. A couple years ago, rompers were popular for men. And I made a joke myself that I was going to objectify every dude that walked by. Like, what that dick do? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that made me think of, which is why it made me happy. What that dick do? I just want to put on construction outfits oh and God. sit on a corner and wait for you to say that to somebody. <laughs> what that dick do? That's my favorite. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> and of course, all the trainees, it's like they have a meeting and decide, hey, everything you've been doing have nothing at all to do with lifeguarding, but now you've passed and you're no longer trainees. <laughs> Woo! Oh, but it was all about... You know, Teamwork. be in the bay. You're all about the bay. Yeah. We are the you bay. You just need to be an the investigatory bay. team anyway. It clearly wasn't about lifeguarding. <laughs> and then who makes her little cameo appearance but Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. And she had extra slow motion. She did. And they even commented on it. And I thought it was cool because they had a shot with everybody else moving normal speed and yes. her moving in slow motion. That was hilarious. I did appreciate that. Like, and he's like, it's always like this. It was the forever scene of her taking her glasses and shaking her hair. Yep. I was so happy about those cameos. I was too, actually. I was too. Those were definitely needed. <laughs> It made me real happy. Uh, and then, of course, they have bloopers in the credits, which I always appreciate. I clearly. love those. I mean, that is a unicorn streaming unicorn podcast tradition: is to have our bloopers or extras at the uh, at, at the end of the credits. Also, it always makes me think of Cannonball Run, which is the first time I saw that, and it's always special to me. Yeah, never seen it. Cannonball You've never seen Run? Cannonball Run? <gasps> no, I've seen one and two. Oh my god, it's so good! I remember it I being so good. Know. Is it now? We're not sure. We'll see. If it's on streaming service, maybe you'll find out. If it holds up with time. <laughs> I like. I did like those back in the day, though. Yeah, I did. I loved Cannonball Run. I loved I them. I did, too. So, Alan, what is your what if for this one? I believe in miracles. Here it comes. Your sexy what if. What if it uh, was know. good? <laughs> what if it was good? <laughs> I'm sorry. What if they didn't have a trash writer? Uh, What if the writer of 21 Jump Street had done this and it actually turned out funny? I didn't see that either. Was that good? My name's Jeff. Okay. (laughs) It was good. I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't really have a what if, shockingly enough. Okay. I mean, there wasn't anything to really what if about it. it, it, I mean, it really would be like, what if it was good? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, I mean, it was terrible. I mean, I don't know what I would have done better. Like, it's almost like you needed to completely stay on a comedy path with it that was actually funny. Right. Or be super serious with it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you could. Even their delivery of the jokes. A lot of times you could tell they just fell flat because I don't think they even thought it was funny. (laughs) Maybe not. Like their timing. The smiled at the end of it and it was good. Right. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like the rock smiling at the camera is is almost like the audience light that comes on and says laughter. Right. Applause. Because right. his teeth are so white. All right, then. <laughs> Speaking of homophobia, <laughs> it's time to get to our reviews. Anna, start us off. Take me to your ratings. I give this really a one out of five. 
it had no plot really it was full of offensive typical hollywood stereotypes and that i couldn't love it pride flags zero because they made fun of gay instead of embracing it yep i almost exactly agree with that i would well actually i exactly agree with that i gave it a one star I don't even know. That might be too generous because I really <laughs> right. didn't like it. There were a few funny things. That, right. The know. opening credits earned it a one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. It's like, this could be interesting. No. It's not. Lies. Yeah, I'm the same. One out of five for me. It was not a good film. In fact, as a bunch of bad reviews poured in from critics and audience members, um, The Rock gets on uh, Twitter and, and tweets about how the fan or how the film wasn't made for critics. And it's like, well, the fans didn't like it either. So, wow. Oh, fun fact. This movie was co-produced by The Rock and his ex-wife. Huh. Danny well, Garcia. That's why you shouldn't do things with your ex-wife, I guess. <gasps> Dang. I'm actually going to give it negative pride flags because it is so transphobic and homophobic and misogynist and everything that I don't like. So, meh. Meh. Meh, meh, meh. Well, guys, that's going to bring us to the end of another one. Wah, wah, wah. So, thanks, Anna, for joining us. And for sure. Alan, as always, you're a pleasure. You're a fucking treat. Oh, a treat. Mm-hmm. You're a, a whole delight. A moose bush. Am I a gay crispy treat? The fuck? A moose bush? No, not a <laughs> moose bush. <laughs> you <laughs> uncultured pig? Oh my god. Why um, do I have to be a pig? A moose bush. It's like. Is it because I'm fat? No. Will you listen? <laughs> no. I will not. <laughs> All right. So. I'm going to make her an amuse bush. An amuse bush is just a one bite, it's a, a taste. That's your whole thing. Oh. That they put on your plate is one bite, hump, okay. and it's done. So clearly, I'm not cultured because I had no idea. Exactly. Whatever. And you, you, you don't have to put though. the swine in there. Do you owe me an apology? Yes. Are you going to give it to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't deserve it because you name called. I was going to say you called her a uncultured pig. <laughs> I don't think she's going to apologize for that. No, thank you, Alan, for taking my side. I understand. Alan takes a side. I did We've turned a, a corner on Streaming Unicorn Podcast. I gay gasped at your, like, swine comment. I clutched my pearls. All his pearls. Uh, E-gads. <laughs> if I had a glove, you're lucky I don't. I'd just take it off and smack you with it. Oh, no, I, was, I wasn't sure where you were going violent? with that glove. I wouldn't actually do that. I thought you actually, loved me. Actually, if I wore a glove, you'd be in... You'd be in luck. You'd be like <laughs> Moon River. <laughs> okay, so that's going to wrap us up for another episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Please review and rate this podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing Stargate. Watch it with us this week on Hulu and Amazon Prime or Amazon Prime or Hulu, whatever. Then join our community to share your own review or discuss other movies with us and other fans at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Unicorn Brigade. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Production and is copyright 2018, all rights reserved. Theme music was created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Anna, and Alan saying... There's There's your your cut. Don't Don't check check off off on my sheets. She wants to get my bullshit on the record. (laughs) Boobs.
boobies. Boobies, 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 boobies. Lots and lots of boobs. Boobs all around. Boobs all around. Everybody wants to have them boobs. On my face. Cause I like titties. Ladies and gentlemen, Anna. Thank you. Hey, hey. So Baywatch is a 26. <laughs> <laughs> Random laugh. <laughs> oh, did I do that? <laughs> did I do that? I didn't even know. I saw you look at me and then yes, after Urkel. I laughed, it clicked. Okay. Yes, Urkel, you did that. That I might have done something weird as fuck. <laughs> Please review and. <laughs> Late night when you need my love. Call me on my shell phone. Oh, yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> the shell phone. That's there. your cot. What? Uh, uh, uh. There's your cot. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hand and cock.